Hi sisters and welcome to Preceded by Chaos where there will be conversations of topical issues, points of view and real life experiences. Whilst nervous to finally start my podcast, my aim is to have discussions that my listeners may hear for the first time, wished they'd heard when they were younger or resonate with in the hope that they realise that they are not alone in the chaos that is life. I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land that I reside on, the Bunyurong people, and pay my respects to elders, past, present and emerging. This is a trigger warning that today's episode is about gendered violence and women's safety on the streets. If you know that these are topics that are likely to distress or trigger you, feel free to skip this episode. Um, so, hello, and hello. today I've got my American sister Kate with me. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> um, we're just drinking <laughs> wine, sitting on the bed. Um, <laughs> classic. Classic. Um, I know Kate, we're both student midwives, we're in the same degree. She is... Um, an international student and basically a part of the family now. Yes. Yes. Um, and <laughs> your hair. My hair is doing what something funny. That <laughs> made it worse. Um, and today we're talking about women's safety, especially out in public places and gendered violence. Yep. And this is following the death of <clears throat> Sarah Everard, who, if you're unaware, was a 33-year-old woman. Uh, walking home in London at about roughly 9pm on March the 3rd and she was um, abducted and murdered and it actually hit me quite hard like I was quite emotional if I'm being honest like I think collectively women were just like very very sad um yeah because I think she was doing like all the things, things right. right yeah and we we're talking about how like women have to be so calculated when we're out like you have to make choices um that like are thinking five thinking steps. five steps ahead yeah. um and obviously following her death there was the march for justice and the reclaim these streets protests and there was also the hashtag not all men that hashtag that was trending <laughs> um which we're going to talk about in a second iconic um, icon <laughs> really just an iconic move from the male the male species <laughs> um so i think we could all relate to sarah everard because we've all um had experiences where we've been out in public and thought have i made the right decision Am I safe? Yeah. Um, But I think it's just like even taking it back a step farther, like we were all taught from a young age. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure I was. Like mum sat me down and she was like, you always need to carry your car keys with you or an umbrella. Check the back of the car in case there's a murderer in the back. That's so intense. Like I literally used to be scared that there was like a murderer in the backseat of the car. I always used to check. And another thing that's like low-key hypervigilant that I do is I always wear my hair in a low bun because I'm scared that I was taught that if I had my hair in a high ponytail, like that made it easier for someone to grab you from behind. Yeah. Um, But I don't even think that that's like hypervigilant. Like I think that's just, mm. that's actually what goes through everyone's head. Like that's sort of the base. That's the the starting point. Yeah, yeah. 
the the main things you can do to keep yourself safe yeah Um, and I just think it's wild that like from a young age as a (laughs) took off my eyeliner that's a good vibe (laughs) um as like a young girl our moms are instilling this in us that it's our responsibility to keep ourselves safe like it's not other people's responsibility to keep ourselves safe it's not it's it's ours yeah and that that's not something that my brother was taught like he wasn't taught I could be wrong I wasn't there for every teaching he had but (laughs) you know it's not the same it wasn't instilled in him that he needed to be looking out for other people's safety yeah sure my safety but not the women around around him. him yeah that's the other thing as girls we're we're analyzing our own behavior and am I doing everything possible that I can do to keep myself safe? But we're also analyzing the behavior of the males around us. Like, is he acting in a strange way? Yeah. What could what could possibly happen in this situation? Plan yeah. A, B, or C. Like, um, like you said before, we're always thinking five steps ahead, um, which honestly is exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it really is. No, and um, it's exhausting to try and get your point across that. Women are vulnerable on the streets. We don't feel safe. Um, and there's only so much you can say it because if some if the other group of people aren't listening, yeah, you know what I mean? And I think that's something we saw with the March for Justice and the Reclaim These Streets protests. I saw heaps of photos of the protests and there was a caption that said, it seems like something's missing. And I didn't see a single male in any of the photos. And yeah, that's, it's almost like, that's what's pointless because that's what's going to actually change things is yeah. is men when they're the ones committing these crimes. Yeah, they're the problem. They're the problem. <laughs> like, that's what's going to change. Um, yeah. And like we said, it's not all men. Like, we're not saying all men are murderers. But I also, like, that sort of gets me, like, that that's what we need to say. Like, we don't want to hurt their feelings. mm that we have to be like, oh, I understand that it's not all men. Because I think like what in like what you were mentioning earlier when we were just having a chat about like this whole conversation. Yeah. Is that when you're going on the defensive. Yes. I feel like you said it really well. Yes. So the not all men hashtag is it's like when you're trying to explain your feelings to someone and you're like, I'm really sad that no one I, I'm really sad that someone hit my car today and the other person to go but it wasn't me I was nowhere near your car blah 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 it's like you're just you're not listening to how that person's feeling they're not blaming you they're just saying this is this is my experience this is how I feel and as soon as you start saying oh but it wasn't me you're actually you're not providing any empathy you're getting straight on the defensive which doesn't leave room for an empathetic experience so it's it's actually just by saying not all men yeah we, we get it we're not saying it's all men but we're 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 making a different point and if you can't get that you've missed the whole point and you're not actually listening yeah I agree but to that same effect I would also argue that it is all men because Mm. it's that root behavior that we're talking about like I'm sure and this is just from a like completely like I'm not saying girls are right 100% of the time yeah absolutely I know that I've said things in the past that I'm incredibly disappointed in myself about, mm. but I 100% can confirm that guys have said things about women that haven't 
seen them as fully human and have been objectifying women and creating this root problem that that's the reason that we're also seeing gendered violence. Yeah. And, like, it's not just a Western issue that we have to deal with. It's, like, that's a universal Universal issue. issue. Yeah. That every country has gendered violence. Yeah. And it's actually ridiculous that the response to that is not all All men. men. Yeah. No. (laughs) Sorry, but... And it's surprising as well that men seem to... Men are acting like this is the first time they've ever heard that that there's a problem with gendered violence or women's safety on the streets and finally realise that we are a bit of a vulnerable population. Yeah. Names like Jill Ma, Eurydice Dixon, Aya Masawe, they are names that are ingrained in my brain that I will never mm-hmm. forget. And it's this is a historical issue. It's not like women are only just being yeah. murdered on the streets. This has been happening for years. And it just it shows to me that maybe maybe we haven't presented the message better in the past. Maybe men haven't been listening. Yeah. Um, but I think it's been really good following the death of Sarah Everard that I've I've heard people have been educating their kids, which is so important, mm-hmm. especially their sons. And I've I've heard that some people have had conversations with their young sons being like, hey, buddy, just letting you know when you get to an age when you're going to be walking in public by yourself, it's not a good idea to stand one metre behind a girl directly. Either overtake her, yeah. cross the road, or hang back. Another thing you can do is be on the phone um, so she knows you're not a threat. If you find yourself one-on-one with a girl in a public space, it's a good idea to remove yourself. These are all ways that you can help make women feel a bit safer. Yeah. Um, and whilst that's really good, it's not the end goal to have men and women walking on different sides of the street. Like yeah. it may fix, it may make women feel safer in that moment. But um, if you're looking at bringing down rates of of murder on the streets and things like women <laughs> murder on the murder streets, on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> violence against women on the streets. You're not really... It's just a band-aid. You're not really um, getting to the root cause, which Kate was talking about before, which is the respect that, I guess, there is towards towards females. Yeah, just, like, seeing us as expendable or, like, like being able to exploit us or, like, women are, like, conquests. Like, that's... And I think that that comes up in the way you talk Um, and, like, the way that... The things that you talk about, that's, like, if that's not an indication of how you feel, then, like, yeah. I'm not sure what is. So I think definitely needing to address the way guys talk about girls yeah, and things yeah. like that um, is important. I've lost my train of thought. No, that's so fine. And, like, had a f- uh, we've wine. had a bit of wine today. <laughs> so, um, and that's the other thing, like, we... It's great that people are trying to start the conversation and think outside yeah. the box and say, oh, maybe we need to have curfews where men are allowed at certain hours. I literally haven't heard Out this. of the house at certain times and whatnot. But that's not going to fix anything unless we address the root, like, problem of I think issues. I saw a post that was, like, there should be a day where, like, guys just aren't able to leave the house and then girls can just go out at, like, whatever time they I want. I know. Which... How sad is that? Because... Every female should be entitled 
to walk home without losing their life. Like yeah. that to me is just like, who gives anyone the right to think that they can stop a woman from walking home and take away her life? Yeah. Like it's just so grim. It is disgusting. Um, and I, when we're saying about like the root cause of like, I guess the murder is like the behavior that we're seeing and it's obviously a continuum like murder, assault, (laughs) rape, kidnapping is probably at the, well it is at the extreme end. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) It is definitely at the extreme end of the continuum and then on the other end you've probably got things like wolf whistling, cat calling. But when you look at actually what's causing it, it's all coming from the same place. It's all coming from a disrespect of women, a belief that women are inferior. Um, And like Kate said before, an objectification of women. Um, And when I think about the continuum and understanding how we get to the point of of murder and stuff it's all very well to say let's reduce rates of <laughs> violence against women on the streets <laughs> let's, let's do it let's do it let's <laughs> have people out at different times yeah but why are these things happening yeah you've got to look at why if you want to try and change them yes. and i think of oj simpson as a good example of this continuum um orange juice simpson. orange juice simpson <laughs> um <laughs> He, in case you're unaware, he was an American football legend. Well, I say was. He's still alive, but... <laughs> but we he's not a legend He's anymore. not a legend anymore. Um, he grew up as, like, this charismatic kid who, from a young age, knew he was going to be an elite athlete. Mm-hmm. And that was cemented in his brain by the adults around him. Um, and I think that's important as well to mention. When we are raising kids... It's so important to build their confidence and their self-esteem, mm. but not to the point where they think they're better than other people. Where they think they're the shit. Yeah, like, it's good to, like, boost their confidence, but not put them on a pedestal. And it's saying things like, you're very talented at X, Y, Z. You have these skills, but not saying you're better than this person at this. Yeah, pitting them. Yeah, against, against other people. Yeah. And I think that's sort of what happened with OJ Simpson you're so much better than your brothers at this, this and this, or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, so he was, from a young age, told, like, OJ, you are an amazing footballer. You, you're you the man. Like, you... You the man. You the man. Like, you have what it <laughs> takes. Like, you're very talented. He obviously became a football legend. He was this strong tall handsome charismatic charismatic gun of an athlete absolute jet and then (laughs) um obviously along with that comes this this toxic masculinity oj you are the man's man you're the epitome of a man you can have any girl that you want um and obviously that is objectifying women um that sort of thinking that because you are so great, you deserve this. Yeah. You deserve this. You deserve women. You deserve women. It's like, um, and that sort of, again, putting women in an inferior position. And someone at work made a good comment the other day that you wolf, like wolf whistling, why is that inappropriate? You whistle at a dog. Mm-hmm. You don't whistle as a woman, at yeah. a woman, sorry. And I think that's, that's the thing. You deserve women. Well, hold on. Uh, <laughs> hold on a second. Sorry. Sorry, but they are real human beings. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> You don't deserve anyone. Sorry. Yeah. 
you're not entitled to anyone. Let's just point that out. Also, I don't think that your actions, like what you do, dictates yeah. whether you can be with someone. Someone, like, yeah. That person determines whether you be with them and you determine whether you... Like, you know, it's... It's this whole, like, consent thing that's coming up yeah. a lot now. And they're definitely, like, stressed. I know at uni they're stressing it so much, which I think is so good. But, like, just thinking in our parents' generation, that's not something that they ever talked about. No, absolutely. And so for them, it's hard. You have to define what consent, consent is. is. Literally, parents are, like, confused. It's like, yeah. uh... Why is this difficult? Yeah, why is this yeah. difficult to understand? Yeah. But I think that's important. It's like when you have a definition for something and you can name it easily. Yeah, exactly. Like toxic masculinity. We didn't know what that was until someone yeah, said the name. name to it put a name to it. And then everyone's like, ah, yeah. yeah. And it's easier to call out then. Um, and with OJ Simpson, he was married and he one day was at, I think, a restaurant or a cafe. And the beautiful Nicole Brown, may she rest in peace, was a waitress there. And he's had it ingrained in him that because of who he is, because he's who he is, what he's good at, he can have anything he wants. Mm. And he sees her. He deserves women. And he sees her and he gets quite handsy with her. And obviously this is the power dynamics, I guess, that Kate and I were talking about a bit earlier today. This is OJ Simpson. He's flirting with her. She's thinking, here's this football legend the absolute, the the ultimate man, the ideal man yeah. is giving me attention. And he gets quite handsy with her, but it's the behaviour is excused because of who he is and because of his entitlement. And just to... Yeah, and you can't say no to you it, You can't right? say no to that. Yeah, absolutely. He's and just, got the power. He's got the power. He has the power. I've got the power. That's what I was trying to sing, but oh. I couldn't do it as well. Um, no, you did really good. I appreciate it. You really outsung me on that one, but it's whatever. <laughs> Sorry, Grammy. Um, Beyonce's bring, bring, this is Kate. <laughs> give, it, give me a Grammy. I'm entitled to a Grammy. I am entitled to a Grammy. <laughs> um, and I think it's important to point out now that it's doesn't matter who you are, you don't have the right to touch women without consent. Like, yeah, or anyone, or anyone. Like, <laughs> um, anyway, he ends up leaving his wife for Nicole Brown Simpson. I think they have two children together. And after the birth of one of their kids, she's feeling... She's had a bit of low self-esteem. She's not feeling empowered. Honestly, after giving birth, get it. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't given birth, but after seeing the process, understand. Understand. Take a bit of a break. Understand why someone would want a bit of a break from sex after having a baby. Like, we Mm, get it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we're student midwives. We've seen it all. Um, (laughs) Anyway, she's just had a baby. She's in that postpartum period. Nice. Um, Nice. Get it, sister. And um, <laughs> she's feeling like she doesn't want to have sex with him, which is so fine. She can do what it's she her wants. Body. It's her body. He doesn't own her. He doesn't own her. And he's offended. It's knocked his pride. Yeah. Um, stupid. As a <laughs> Stupid. As a man, he is embarrassed because he should be allowed to have sex with her anytime he wants. Yeah. Um, Unlimited access. That's what you get when you get married to someone, right? Yeah. He's OJ. <laughs> he's OJ Simpson. Like I said, also, what was that laugh? Yeah. I might edit that bit out. Um, Don't. Leave it there just for the I memes. like it. <laughs> and what does he do to assert his masculinity? His male dominance. His male dominance. They're out at a bar and he gropes her in front of everybody. 
and says something like, this is where babies come from. Something disgusting <laughs> like that. Um, anyway, so the marriage ends up breaking down. She... Because he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> she actually ends up having sex with his best friend, which is like the ultimate blow to his pride, to his ego. His missus getting with his best friend. Um... And he is angry because this has knocked his pride, which to him is more important, I guess, than her and her safety in her life. Yeah. Um, but I guess his pride is so interlinked with himself. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And all he he's so sort of focused on himself. Yeah. So when she insulted him, him that's... Yeah. Him. He's more important he's than more her, He's more important obviously. than her, obviously. This is what he's been taught. You are the man. Like, yeah. No one's better than you, OJ. Um, and he... Orange juice. Orange juice. <laughs> he becomes physical with her. Um, and anyway, fast forward. He's seeing this, this, new, this new girlfriend. She doesn't want to see, see him one night. He reaches out to Nicole. She's with this other male. I think they were just platonic friends, whatnot. But he cracks it. He's angry. And I think it's important to talk about anger as an emotion because all emotions are valid they all have their purpose Mm. anger whilst it's an uncomfortable emotion to sit with and to feel um it serves a purpose it it um highlights the fact that you feel as though an injustice has occurred um it shows you're passionate about something actually so he's passionate about his pride and his ego and (laughs) (laughs) he's passionate about his own pleasure and he is of the he genuinely believes that he deserves any female and mm. when he doesn't get that he feels as though there's been a, some sort of injustice and therefore he's angry because let's be honest we hate injustices like when i feel like yeah. i'm getting ripped off by the telephone company like i'm angry yeah um same 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 like <laughs> he goes over to her house and he absolutely in a state of rage ends up murdering her and, like, look, I don't think O.J. Simpson is a bad person. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I think yeah. he did some really bad things, made some really bad choices, committed some really heinous crimes. But I'm just showing you how his belief that he's better than all women end up in the death and, um, yeah, the brutal murder of, of females. Mm-hmm. Um, and, look, we're not trying to single-handedly, like, take down the patriarchy here. I mean, like, we are. Yeah, let's just do it. Let's just do it. While we're at it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that just shows, I guess, the root of the problem and, like, how these – what these behaviours are sort of born from and that is the the belief and the attitude that females are inferior. Yeah. Um, But I guess it doesn't even, like – because I don't think any guy would fess up to actually thinking thinking that, that yeah but I think it definitely starts it always starts from childhood right all all Absolutely. the trauma <laughs> starts from childhood but I think it just starts from like guys being treated different than girls yeah. and having different yeah. expectations placed on them like I know that um my mom always like stressed to me how I needed to react and how I needed to be navigating people's emotions and like when we're going to a family event I have to greet everyone and say hi and then my brother she'd try for a bit but then she'd be like no whatever he's a boy and my mom is fantastic I don't want it like that's just oh we love Beth 
Shout out to Beth. <laughs> Hello, Beth. Hello, Beth. Um, she's actually the greatest, but she's I think beautiful. that's a product of the parenting time. Yeah. Um, and I think that now things are changing for that. Absolutely. But um, also, can I just say, side note Absolutely. here, but how like, because this, as a child, right, how girls are taught to behave. Yeah. Quiet, you know, docile. Yeah. You know, you're always, like, Gentle. the ones listening. You're a good yeah. listener. A good That's listener. really stressed to girls. To be like, yeah. what's a nice thing to say to a girl? You're such a good listener. Listener, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I know Thank I'm a good you. listener. I've got big ears. <laughs> They're actually normal-sized ears. Okay, don't come for me. But I, like, and then the just the juxtaposition of, like, the mm. when um when women are the most feminine like yeah. the most in what is historically female yeah is childbirth Birth. yeah and the exact opposite of all that absolutely childbirth is loud freaking freaking loud, loud. Oh it gosh. is not quiet it is not good listening no honestly you can <laughs> tell very bad you listening. can tell a laboring woman anything She's not going to remember She's that, She's not going to take it, no. She's not going to take anything in. You're like, I'm just giving you this little injection in your leg to help the placenta come out. And then you ask her later, you're like, remember that injection I gave you? And she's like, absolutely not. No, I also feel like you tell her to push and she's just screaming. She's just screaming. There's she's not like... pushing. <laughs> so. <laughs> I just think it's funny that, like, the way that women are taught to be is so counter to what I would say is, like, yeah, natural. Natural, yeah. And I think, like, oh, wacky. Wacky Wacky times. doodle-doo, <laughs> as they say in Old MacDonald Had a Farm. <laughs> I think as well a good point that we want to make is that this is a really good opportunity for men to analyse their own pride and their own ego because that is something at stake here that is a big part of the problem and how, I guess, men's identity and how they view themselves and how men's pride and ego... I think we've all heard that Margaret Atwood quote that says something like, um, men's biggest fear are that women are going to laugh at them, women's biggest fear are that men are going to murder them. And that's... Just let that sit for a Just let that... Let's just... Analyze that. Um, <laughs> break it down. Break it down. No. Break it down for me. I don't even think we need to. Right? I don't think we need to either. Like, I think it proves that there's this underlying feeling that men's pride and men's ego is on the same level, if not more important than women's lives. Yeah. And safety. Safety, yeah. And that's sort of with the OJ Simpson thing. The only thing that he saw, like, his pride died, obviously, at some point, like... Yeah, stabbed him in the heart by being rejected by his wife. And the only thing that he saw that was equal to that was to take her life um, after his pride. That's the retribution. That's the retribution that he wanted. Yeah, that was sort of like... um, And I think it's important as as guys that we we don't sort of... (laughs) As guys, as guys, <laughs> speaking from as the bros, as the bro, the brotherhood should. Um, <laughs> I think it's important for guys to be aware of the culture that they create around, like, sort of egging each other on and trying to knock yeah. each other's pride, and how your ego's not as important as women's safety. And oh hell no! And whoa, whoa, whoa. you know. Is it appropriate to 
tease your mates and be like, oh, you're not one of the boys because you didn't pick up last night. You didn't pull a girl. Spoiler alert. That was Spoiler bad. Spoiler alert, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. No. You are just as much of a man if you didn't pick up a girl last night. You know what I mean? Um, so that is also something that we need to, yeah. and to I think spark that's what conversation yeah. about. Yeah. That's what's been good is that's what's been happening, happening. is guys yeah. are starting to, A, realize it. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Talk about it, which is good. The thing is, is that it's been too long. Absolutely. So I appreciate like people are learning, but you should have been paying attention before. <laughs> not good, but not quite good enough. Okay. Uh, I would be giving you just a C if I were C the Monash grading system. System, I'd be giving you a credit, uh, not a distinction or an HD. Work that's harder. So funny. <laughs> and like things that you can say. First of all, I think it's important to call out your mate's behavior. Call them yeah. out when you when there are things that are inappropriate. But also back women's safety, like say to your friend, hey, mate, it's okay that she didn't want to hook up with you tonight. Like that's so fine. Yeah. That doesn't reflect badly on you. That doesn't no. reflect badly on her. That's just how it is. Or like if you're out partying, right? Yeah. Be like if you see your friend like going up to a girl again and she's and getting already rejected, rejected. Just be like, yeah. mate, come on. Let's come on, just mate. Go. Like it's fine. Like it literally you don't need to get with a girl to prove how much of a man you are. Like, yeah. Like it's so fine. You don't need Redirect. to grope her. Yeah, you don't need no. to grope her to show how strong you are. Like it's it's not Let's leave. Let's leave. Like let's <laughs> let's hit up We gotta scram. We gotta scram. You can't be here. <laughs> Uh, it's also interesting. Have you been watching the David Dobrik thing? No, I haven't. We don't I'm need to sorry. talk about this for long, but it's just like interesting. That's the same sort of thing as like literally David Dobrik's getting in trouble for not calling his friend on behavior, which is perpetuating. Yeah. You know, women like these girls came in, got sexually assault- assaulted by one of David's friends. It goes in the vlog, and then when David finds out about it or whatever, uh, as if yeah. he didn't know. Yeah. But when he officially finds out, he just takes down the vlog, doesn't say anything, oh, doesn't apologize to no, the girl. No, David, you absolute snake. I know, that's why he's getting in trouble. And I think that it's good, but it's also talking about the bigger issue is that guys actually need to be having these conversations, conversations. with their friends. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's good, David, have a laugh. Like, <laughs> go off, David. <laughs> what he does best. His laugh is so loud. That's okay. We like that for him. We but, love, anyway. love him. but, um, like, he should have been addressing that before. Like, Absolutely. he can't act yeah. that he's woke and then that be his response. Yeah. To finding out his friends actually assaulted someone just to, like, be like, bet, I'll take it down. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good enough. No. Absolutely. Yeah. We definitely will probably peace out. Revisit this <laughs> this this topic. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we'd love to hear if we can just spark a conversation from this podcast. I think is the really the main thing. Yeah. Um. Get a conversation going. Please send your thoughts to Catherine send your thoughts Teeley on like, Instagram. Also, girls, we still need to check in with our friends. Drop your location if needed yeah. until obviously things change, which I really hope they do. I really hope that my granddaughters can walk home at night. Without being murdered. Girl, I'm hoping my daughters. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, Realistic. Realistically. Probably. Like, there were people like the 1970s <laughs> reclaim these streets protests that also attended the 2021 ones as well. So, yeah. We'll be um, realistic sisters. We'll be realistic sisters. And 
thanks for tuning in. And I love all the support that I got from my first episode you're as well. You're so good. Oh, you're That's so cute. Bless. Um, it honestly, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to like be as good again at, at, like as my first one. So I felt a bit of pressure. Oh, but, um, fair. Yeah, and thanks for joining me, Kate. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, I flew all the way from the US. <laughs> Hashtag COVID safety. Um, she actually did, but not for this podcast, so. Yeah, but like a while ago before COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pointing that out. She hasn't been back yeah. to the States since COVID, so. No, but thank you so much for having me. So fun. Big fan yeah. of your work. And thank you. your life. Oh, and you're saying, I literally it. copy everything she Stop says. it. Okay, we're going to stop this now because you're Good, embarrassing me. Goodbye. Um, but yes, <laughs> nice we'll, we'll have Kate on the podcast again. Anyway. Unless you guys send a lot of hate to Kate. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise we'll just politely decline her offers. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>